give God praise. Give God the glory. Give God the honor. God is worthy to be praised. We thank God for his blessings. Thank God for all he has done for us and what he's going to continue to do for us. We just praise him this morning because God is worthy to be praised and we just bless the name of the Lord praise God good morning everyone and we just again thank him for all he has done God is worthy to be praised praise the name of the Lord every time we go into prayer I would like to read some verses that will encourage us when we go before the Lord And these verses encourage us when we pray and believe that God is good. Praise the name of the Lord. The word of God tells us in the book of Matthew, the 11th chapter, in the 28th verse, we're going to begin at the first verse, and it says this. Then Jesus said to him, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Praise God. The Lord knows about everyone that have heavy burdens. And he knows that there are some concerns and questions. Why this? How this could be? And God wants you to turn everything over to him. We're going to pray and I'm going to explain to you a situation that's in the scripture that someone fixed this Matthew 11 28 through the 30 
that going through some issues and really want to know how can this be? First, we're going to pray. Father, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you, God, for the word. We thank you, God, for all you have done and what you're going to continue to do. Father, we pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you will bless those that under the sound of my voice will hear the word of God, receive the word of God, that, God, that the blessings will continue to flow in their lives. God, we just bless you and praise you and honor you because, God, that you are worthy to be praised. And we forever lift your name up, dear God. Thank you, God, in advance for what you have done. And, God, we pray that, God, for anyone that among us that is not feeling well within themselves, feeling well within their bodies, oh, God, we pray that, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would touch them. Touch their body, heal their minds. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Now, let's go back to that scripture of Matthew 11, 28. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Now, do you know who felt like that? Yes, we do. It was Nicodemus. Nicodemus felt that way. He came to Jesus by night. But did you know that Nicodemus was the first individual that Jesus did a course on about John 3.16. Listen to this. The first person to ever share John 3.16 with someone was Jesus himself. Of course, it wasn't known as John 3.16 at that moment. It was just Jesus continued to explain the gospel to Nicodemus. First, he explained why he came because God so loved the world. God did not just love his chosen people, the Jews. He loved the entire world. He wanted everyone to be reconciled to God and be saved. Amen. The topic for this morning, what does it mean? John 3, 16. Do you know how many people are asking that same question today? What does it mean? And to every believer Christian, We should be able to share that verse to them and tell them what John 3.16 means. Amen. But let us go to 2 Peter. Let's go to 2 Peter 
and three of nine. I'm going to read that in NIT version. Second Peter three and nine. This is what it said. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise. As some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. God wants everyone to repent. And did you know that doesn't matter who you are? What position you hold, what title you hold in life. As Christ told Nicodemus, and he was a well educated man, he was a respectable man. So, doesn't matter who you are, everyone needs to repent. And that's what God wants us to do, to repent. But let's, 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 let's break down verse 17. Listen to this. Verse 17 is it not as well known as verse 16. Because we know verse 16 is a well-known Bible verse across this world. You will find John 3.16 on billboards. You will find John 3.16 sign holding up in sports arenas with people holding a sign. You will find John 3.16 people hold up a sign on a street corner. You will hear John 3.16 as much in a house of worship. You will hear John 3.16 of people witnessing the word of God. John 3.16 is the most popular verse in the Bible. Now, now let's go to verse 17. And I want to explain the verse 17 to you. Verse 17 as well known as verse 16. But it is equally important. Listen here. It's very important. Jesus clarified that God did not send him into the world to what? Condemn the world. Okay. But listen to this. Condemn means to declare someone guilty and sentence them to punishment. Now, that may seem like a strange thing to for Jesus to say because we know that people who reject Christ will be punished. So what did Jesus mean? Okay. Let's find that out. It, Jesus did not have to come to this world to condemn the world. It was condemned already. Mankind fell backwards from the beginning. And you can find that whole entire chapter in the third chapter of Genesis. What happened to mankind was condemned. You know what happened in the Garden of Eden. You know what happened to Adam and Eve. You know what they was told not to do. Not to touch or eat. But soon as they done that, the world 
was condemned. It was a separation between man and God. Okay? Let's go to Romans 8. Let's go to Romans 8. Let's go to Romans 8 and 1. Romans 8 and 1. This is what the scripture says. So there is no condemnation to those who belong to Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Who that belongs to Christ Jesus? Those that receive, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord, personal Savior. Doesn't matter how people know your past or what people want to bring back up what you've done in the past. But God had wiped all those sins away. Things that you have done. Things that you have said and you came to God. You came to God and you said to Lord, forgive me, Lord. I am sorry for what I have done. I'm sorry, Lord, that I have I have rejected you. Lord, receive me as your son, as your daughter. Receive me, Jesus Christ. And by Christ doing that, doesn't matter. Again, doesn't matter how what you've done in the past. God has forgiven you. God has forgiven you. So man will never try to say, they forgive you. Man always want to hold back grudges. Man always want to hold back unforgiveness. That's how this world is. But God don't hold hatred. God does not hold hatred at all. Now let's 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 go on and explain some more details. We have been sentenced to death have been and been slaves to sin to sin ever since since Adam and Eve done what they done back in the day we were sentenced to death have been slaves to sin forever since so Jesus purpose is to come Jesus purpose coming was to was not to condemn, but to save. That's what we read in Romans 8 and 1. To save. Praise God. If we believe in God, only Son, Jesus Christ, we are no longer condemned, so we will have, we will not perish, but have everlasting life. What a amazing gift. Praise God. No wonder this verse is a favorite of many. If you haven't committed this genuine memory verse yet, I highly encourage you to do so because it is simple yet profound truth and such confronted promise. Plus, it is great verse to have tucked in your back pocket.
Because you know when God will give you the opportunity to share the gospel with someone else. Be ready for it. Be ready to share the gospel with someone and to begin to explain what it means in John 3.16. Now, when you explain it to me, you got to you the 17 verses well and let them know. And then if you if, if you want to I say then what really what made them come here? Go back to Genesis, do the highlight, do some little studying, do some researching, explain to them. You know, if time permits, read the whole tire of Genesis third chapter to them. Let them know what took place. Let them know that what Adam and Eve was instructed not to do. And by them disobeying God, by them being deceived by that serpent, the enemy, the devil, made it sound so good to them, they fell. And you see, that's how sin is. And there's no one can tell you that sin is not good. Pleasure, boy, will drag you into and catch, like it will catch you, like, like a spider web. Sin is so enticing. It will grab hold of you if you allow it to. That spider web that the spider puts up there. To attract people. Yes, I say people. That spider web that Satan puts up there. His spider web. He puts that up there to attract us with things that could bring us down. Things that to lure us to him. For he could put his venom in you. And have you continue to work for him. Just sit back and watch how a spider web catches other little flies or a lizard or whatever you want to say that is small enough to go into. But but picture how big the enemy put a spider web around you. Try to track your attention. You know what will draw you. You know what cause you to flare up. You know what cause you, you know what your downfall is. We all have that in our past. And some may still have, some people still have some strongholds that's over them right now. And that's why we want God sent his Holy Spirit, sent the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us, to help us to not be able to be lured into Satan's spider web. Amen. So what does it mean to be in John 3.16? He came that we won't be condemned. The world was already condemned from the beginning. In Genesis 3rd chapter. But thanks be to God. He sent his son. 
he sent his only begotten son. And for us, so when we explain to someone about Matthew's 11th chapter and the 20th verse, when he said, come ye all, come ye all that were heavy birth, he is, he is talking to every last one of us. And that's what he was explaining to Nicodemus. Hey, Nicodemus, you know what, know what time it is? It's time for you to release yourself to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. How can this be for the man is old and enter his mother's womb the second time? Jesus had to explain that to him. So my brothers and sisters, we will have to explain to things of the Bible, to individuals. Go ahead and explain it to them. Let them know what the Bible says. You got some homework. God gave us homework. Our homework is to share the gospel. And how we share the gospel is through our life. Let it display through us. Because even Nicodemus said, we know that are from God. We know that these miracles only come from not from only come from God. People will see Christ in you. People will see Christ in you if you allow Christ to rule your life to use you let God display through you today amen let God display through you let it start first in our homes where we reside let our love for Christ display with our spouse let our love for Christ display for our children let it display for those that live within, they can see Christ inside of you. And once they see Christ inside of you, the way you walk and the way you talk, they can feel the presence of God in you. And they will know that that is God that's in you. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. So that's what it means in John 3.16. He did not come here to condemn the world. He came for every individual to receive him as their Lord and personal Savior. That's the beauty of that. That's the beauty of that, of accepting Jesus Christ. Amen. So at this time, I would like to give this opportunity for anyone that is ready and willing to receive Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. If you are willing, I would like for you to say, repeat after me and say, Dear Lord, forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Save me. Sanctify me. Fill me with your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you have done that, welcome to the family of God. You see how simple that was? You meant it from your heart. You are not condemned. God save you. Your name is what has been written in the book of life. Your name is written in the book of life now. 
Amen. How wonderful that is. Now, someone may cuss it. Well, you just did an hour ago. You just committed sin an hour ago. How you can say God forgave you? The word. Say through the word. Say through the word. God says, come to me. And I came to him with a heavy burden. I'm tired of living this type of lifestyle. I'm tired of doing things like this. I'm tired. And I need to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And so by you doing that, God has saved you. And your name is written in the book of life. What a blessing. Praise God. So when you leave this world, when you leave this world, if you continue to walk in harmony with God, if you continue to walk with God, yes, one day you will go to heaven and see those who died in the Lord. Praise God. And what a family reunion that would be. Loved ones that you died before you. You're able to see Peter and Paul. Amen. You will see those that died in the Lord. Praise God. You know, it be a blessing to see those that was forgiven. The woman at the well. The woman that was caught in the act of adultery. The daughter that was healed. Praise God. Matter of fact, you were able to see Rahab, a prostitute. Amen. That turned her life over to God. Can you imagine that? You would see these Bible individuals that was that done things in their past, their lifestyle. Praise God. God save you. Amen. Praise God. I just want you to continue to be faithful and be blessed on an anointing of God. Father, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for the word. And, and God, under the sound of my voice, I pray that God, that an individual will be sincere, accepting your word today. That they would take time and think what John 3.16 means. And as they further go on in John 3 and 17, that, hey, Jesus did not come here to condemn the world. Then they will go and, and read Romans 8 and 1. Those that in Christ is not condemned. Praise God. And they want to do more further study, Lord. They will go to Genesis 3rd chapter and, and begin to see how they all took about. How they started where Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that God, you continue to uplift us as we forever give you the praise and give you all the glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. If you ever need prayer, you always go inbox us. We, we will have prayer with you. Uh, myself along with the prayer team. Praise God. If you ever have the desire, want to sow a seed into this ministry, Moments of Words Ministry, you can email us at momentsofthewordsministries at gmail.com. I will give you instructions how you go back doing that as well. But I pray that God will continue to bless you throughout the day as you prepare yourself to go to your worship house to worship God. I pray that God will continue to uplift you, that he will display through you in Jesus' name. You be blessed. You be saved. In Jesus' name, God bless you.